0: This is the DMU Works Enterprise Podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to the latest Enterprise Podcast from DMU Works, the student and graduate enterprise team at De Moffat University. My name is Simon, and coming up today, we're going to be hearing from local businesswoman Jenny Cross. But before that, we wanted to tell you about our very exciting brand new startup summer school. So if you are a DMU student or graduate and you have either an idea for a business or if you already have a business and you want to grow it and do something with it, this is for you. Now it doesn't matter when we talk about a business if that's t-shirt printing, whether you make and sell earrings or whether you have a product that could be the next Facebook. Literally any kind of business idea, we want to work with you and help you Through our new summer school. We're going to be covering topics in our workshops like how to handle COVID 19 and how to deal with that as a business, how to launch a brand new business without any money, uh, how you might go after some funding to help you, uh, setting up a business with e commerce, how do you start a website and start selling through it, how do you deal with tax and legal. We're going to be looking at all those subjects across our summer schools. Now, each summer school, Will last for three sessions, and there are two available. One is for um, companies that are product based, and one is for companies that are service-based. So you can undertake workshops that are relevant to you rather than us just putting on something that's really broad, okay? If you want to sign up, it's completely free. It will only take three sessions. uh, So it's not a massive commitment this summer at all. Uh, All you have to do is go on Google and just put in the words DMU Startup Summer School just Google DMU Startup Summer School. It'll bring up all the details and the registration links. And we would absolutely love to see you at our summer school this June.
0: This is the DMU Works Enterprise
1: Podcast. Okay, so get involved with that. Our DMU Works Startup Summer School for all DMU students and graduates. And the good news is we have had so many signups already. Uh, we're going to be doing another one in mid to late september so if you can't commit at the moment due to work commitments or if you just don't quite feel ready there'll be another one in mid september so get ready for that now it's time to welcome our special guest for this episode and we're really pleased to have jenny cross with us now jenny runs a company called cross productions involved with that is something called niche magazine which is leicester's biggest business magazine. There's so much to this business and as well as it being a business in itself, Niche and Jenny in particular work with so many business people across city and across our county um, that she's a really brilliant person for us to talk to about dealing with COVID-19, what might be happening next and exactly why now is a really good time to start a business and to, to do so in Leicester as well, so please welcome to the podcast Jenny and Jenny. Can you can you start by just telling anyone who's listening who doesn't know yourself and niche um, a little bit more? So my name is Jenny Cross. I run a company called Cross Productions We were originally very
0: well known for niche magazine, um, which is a B two B publication that was originally set up to engage with the business community, bring the community together and educate and support one another so i very much believe that as a business owner we should be supporting one another and that helps with our local economy it helps businesses to grow and sharing knowledge is a great way of doing that so the idea behind niche was to bring people together and to create this community support system i suppose you could call it um that has grown over the years we started at being asked by clients you know how do we advertise how do we make the most out of that and we would say actually advertising on its own is very expensive and probably not your best spend of budget i would advise or we would advise you do this this and this and then come back and look at mag- magazine advertising so i think our honest approach opened a lot of doors but then it got to a point where we we're being asked to help support with these other areas hence how the company then grew into more of a strategic marketing partner for businesses. So we now work with businesses of all shapes and sizes, all sectors, local, national, global. And we talk them through the, I guess, the simplicity of marketing and how it fits for their business. So helping them to create a plan to reach the goals that they're, they're looking for. So if you think about marketing as an investment, like any investment, you would just put your money in and leave it. You would monitor it, review it check it change it and as and when needed and that's what we sit beside companies doing
1: and you're, you're so busy and you work with so many different people but you always always find the time to do stuff like this and you come into dmu and you support our students and graduates so why is that so important to you to do that i think quite honestly just because it's the right thing to do uh i guess i'm I
0: don't really know. I love doing it. I love supporting people. When I first set up in business, I didn't have a clue. I just got on with it. It kind of happened. It wasn't particularly planned and I had no business sense. I had a handful of GCSEs, so I genuinely had no clue. And I was very lucky to meet a couple of people very early on who gave me the time of day. They spent time with me. They mentored me. They helped me. They they advised me. And they didn't need to. But if I hadn't have had that support and guidance, then there's no way I would still be here in business now. So I guess that was really, that meant a lot to me. And the fact that I'm able to give back, you know, that that makes me feel good. Um, I see the benefits of that within the local community. I also have three young kids. So for me, I would like somebody to give them the chance one day. And I think if, you know, I can't expect somebody to give my kids a chance or they gave me a chance if I'm not going to give anything back so I just think it's all part of a bigger picture. We're one community and the more we can do to support each other, the, the better it is. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. And it goes so far, doesn't it? Because, you, I mean, you always keep it real. You give the most sort of honest feedback, the most honest talks. You always keep it real. So for our students and graduates, you're so sort of relatable as a, a, business, part, a business person where actually sort of historically um, – when you bring business people in to talk, there's this sort of perception that it's kind of old men in suits. So you totally break that mould.
0: I think it, it probably used to be very much old men in suits. So I think the world's changed. And I think the best lessons I've learned are where I've met some and cooks And that has really made me learn and learn fast. So if we can help, you know, future business entrepreneurs and people to, to get some of those mistakes by showing where we you know fell over, then that's brilliant. They're still going to need to make their own mistakes and learn their own lessons, but if we can help them sort of along the way fast-track on a couple of them, then I think that's a great thing.
1: Absolutely. And through, through both Niche Magazine and the Niche Awards, you really do shine a spotlight on some of these new businesses coming through. And you've been going through this year's Niche nominations recently, haven't you?
0: We have. So that's been fun.
1: Um, <laughs> so the Niche Awards were born
0: sort of six years ago now. And it was a matter of one day we were sat in the office and we said, we should really celebrate some of these businesses. They're pretty amazing. And we were just, I guess we've gone through a patch where we've met a lot of new businesses. And some of them, you sort of come away from a meeting, you think, I can't believe that we don't do this. We should do this. And we were learning so much. Um, and for us, it was about recognizing that. So I'm a massive believer in success, breed success. And if you can share a little bit and then someone else can then share a bit a bit like the pay it forward, I guess. And for me, that, that was quite a big thing. So we decided um, one day, quite off the cuff, actually, we're going to do our own awards. And, you know, well, we can't judge them because we, we know a lot of them. So we'll have to get some sponsors, and they can do that. And so we started creating this concept where um, we would bring the business community together. The business community would, would nominate and the business community would also do the judging. So we were just there to facilitate it. And it grew and grew and grew, um, which is brilliant. Uh, I think we do it a little bit different because we do keep it very real. So we do the awards and then we have a massive party to celebrate the success. And everybody gets involved, which is great. It's brilliant fun. But so this year, we were due to do a networking event. So for us, it's very important to connect the people that are involved. So connect these nominees with the sponsors. Let, let everybody meet each other because that's how we do more business. That's how everybody wins. So we were gutted, obviously, with the situation as it is. There's no way we can do our networking event, which is due to happen on Tuesday. So we, we held out as long as we possibly could before sort of making a decision. And rather than delaying, we've, we're going to be announcing online, um, which has meant we we've had to sort of pull, pull on all of our sponsors and ask them to you know, step out of their comfort zones, create us a short little video of who their semi-finalists are, and then we're having that all put together. So we have got, I can honestly say, and I know this sounds cliche and that, but everybody says it, that the quality of the nominations has been absolutely out of this world, which just goes to show each year how the community is growing mm-hmm. and all this support with each other is helping the growth and helping companies to really sort of take it up a notch. They're, they're at the next level. The businesses, even the best new businesses, are so much more advanced than what my business would have been three years old you know so it's great to see so we're going to be announcing at 6 p.m this tuesday the 19th and that'll be video shared on our facebook page and that will reveal all the semi-finalists and then we'll be in touch with them for the next stage
1: that's amazing and you mentioned there's a new business category but overall have you seen a lot of new people coming forward to be nominated
0: yeah, so there's, there's often going to be a lot of businesses that we've come across before because you know they might have heard about the awards because we know them. So we always have a balance of that, which is great. But the amount of new businesses, and in fairness, this is the first year Um, I haven't dealt with that whole process of the, the nominees coming in and emailing them to say, congratulations, you've been nominated. We, we, did, we notched it up and you know we went automated this year, which has been amazing. Because <laughs> normally it was me sat at home, so four hours every night emailing everyone back saying congratulations on your nomination here's your nominees badge so it's been great to take it to that level but it did mean that at the end of it when we looked at the spreadsheets and all the different things that you know companies that come in individuals businesses charities there is i would say a good 50 percent that we've never even come across so that has been really really great and that just means that that's more opportunities for the other businesses that we do work with because at the end of all of this, when we have got to know each other, we've met each other at networking events when that's allowed again and we've communicated off the online, then we're going to be able to spot more opportunities for different people and put people together so that they can again,
1: you know, support each other. And again, it's a win-win. Yeah, that's so true. And we we always encourage our students and graduates to put themselves forward for the awards. But even if they haven't or even if they don't get nominated, it's still worth following the awards, isn't it? Because you do get to learn all these new contacts and all these new products and things that you'd actually just never know of.
0: Absolutely. And what I would say is a lot of we, we can be very British and we don't like to sing about our own praises or pat ourselves on the back. And I would say this isn't just the niche awards, but there are loads of different awards that happen across the year and across the city. And you have some seriously outstanding different award ceremonies. And the benefit of doing a nomination, even though it does make some people feel a bit more awkward, what it does do is it makes you sit and think about your business, what you have achieved and where you're going. And that in itself is priceless. So whether you were to be shortlisted or not wouldn't make a difference. If you look at it in the fact that by nominating, putting yourself forward, you're actually kind of giving yourself a, a bit of a reality check, just a, a time to sit and think and look at what am I achieving? Where are we going? And actually recognize the great work that you've done. Like I say, there, there is, there's the, I'm obviously a member of the FSB, the Federation of Small Businesses. I'm an area lead for them. Um, the FSB have their own awards. Leicester Mercury have a number of different awards. And you have, you know, other events, such as Women Who. So there are loads of different quality awards that are well worth getting involved with. So, as much as I'm obviously a massive fan of our own, the Niche Awards, we love them. And I do also attend loads of other ones. And I think there's huge value in being involved in them.
1: Yeah, that's, that's great advice. I mean, uh, moving on from the awards, we can't uh, ignore the fact that we're in lockdown and everything that's going on. What what impact has that had on you and your business?
0: So. Initially, for my business, um, the biggest hit we took was Niche magazine, because we were due a publication in May. The magazine itself is bi-monthly. Most of our readership comes from the fact that it's a coffee table magazine, so it's sat in companies' waiting areas. It's in the dentists. It's in doctors' practices. It's at the private hospitals. So obviously, that was just not going to happen. These places are shut anyway. They don't want extra bits of paper lying around anyway. So the May issue, we had to shelf, which was painful. Um, we've never missed, it. We've not missed an issue in seven years. So that was really tough. Um, we're very lucky in the fact that we've got a very loyal client base. So predominantly, the, the, I would say about 95% of our clients have rolled over to the July issue, and there was no problem whatsoever. Um, the ones that haven't come over is not due to the fact that they didn't want to. It's due to the fact that, unfortunately, COVID hit them really hard and they're just not in that position to do so, uh, which is is a huge shame. So, our next issue will be July. We're hoping it will go out as normal. If it cannot go out to the normal distribution places because they're not back open again, then we will be investing budget into more digital stuff so it boosts all of the online presence and looking at also different avenues to get it out. But by hook or by crook, July issue will be out. Um, In regards to the rest of the business, we've changed obviously the fact that we're not doing the networking event next week and that's going online which is, is a massive shame uh, but it is it is what it is and we've got to put you know government guidelines first and everybody safety. so that means more than, than us as doing the networking at this time. We've got contingency plans if the world's not turning again by September which is when the awards are so it's about planning. For us we did a lot of budget planning and a lot of cash flow forecasting so that we were in a position where we were still steady and Able to come through this, and actually come through is probably a lot stronger than what we went into it. So that's been interesting, and I guess the the upside for us from it is we've done a huge amount of LinkedIn training and took on so many new clients for LinkedIn management, and we're seeing massive results for them. So that's been really good. It's nice to have something very positive.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's quite representative of what's going on, isn't it? So many negatives, but actually a lot of po- positives and a lot of new ways of working as well. So for some of those positives and new ways, are they likely to continue for you once everything's kind of back to normal?
0: Well, I will be honest, I'm really hoping the homeschooling won't continue <laughs> yeah. because um, I don't think I'm the world's best teacher. <laughs> uh, I, I can't imagine the teacher at school having a, a gin at 12 o'clock on a Friday. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I, a lot of it will change for me. So I started off working from my dining room table. It was a nightmare because every day, every evening for dinner, I'm clearing it away and obviously getting dinner out for the kids. I've set up an office um, in one of the rooms at the back of the house, so it's nice because I'm overlooking the garden. I can see the kids playing when they're out there, and actually, that it's really is a really nice way of working. I miss the team. I miss the interaction with the team. I miss the interaction with our clients, our friends. Um, so that i can't wait for that to come back however i i will honestly say yes i will continue to work from home a bit more we've always had flexibility with the team and the team have always had the option to do that when they needed to so predominantly we prefer everyone is in the office just because we've got a brilliant team they bounce off each other especially from a creative point of view however if if need be in the past they've needed to work from home or you know they've got different situations with families and we've always allowed that so for everybody else they've always done the odd day at home whereas I have never done it because I get so distracted. But uh, it I think I've realised it's okay to get distracted now and again as long as predominantly I get my work done and what's needed and do all the other bits then it's fine. So I think I'll probably work from home a couple of days a week going forward. However I am very much looking forward to getting the business community back together and yeah. you know doing the usual networking events. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I think that's true for so many of us. I think I think you realise actually there is positives in not being in the office, but equally things like networking and uh, just sort of motivation and being around other people is actually really critical as well. And I think that's been quite difficult. It's
0: hugely critical, and you, and again, but nothing ever grew in a comfort zone, and you don't learn these new lessons until you're in that position. So I mean, we, most of our team is furloughed currently, which is hard. Uh, we, we have got such a close team and they are, they, they are outstanding in, in every aspect. So we've been really conscious that we want to stay in touch and keep communicating. So we've been, we've, it, it's quite funny really, you'll laugh at this, we've been playing bingo on a Friday. <laughs> and <laughs> the first week we did it, we're calling these numbers and we, we, we got to the point where everyone's taking the mix. So we're on Zoom do, doing this bingo game and they're saying, does your counter only go up to 30? Well, actually, as it turned out, yes, it did. It only went well. It only went up to twenty-five, <laughs> so we've had to slip to a different counter, and again, same problem. But that one only went up to seventy-five, so it was the longest game of bingo ever. Blimey. But it, it put everyone in good spirit
1: <laughs> <laughs> all, all these things that we're learning along the way, and because, because yeah, you definitely. You know, you work, Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, you work um, so closely with so many different businesses and individuals across the whole city and the county as well. And I just wondered kind of what they've been saying to you about their experiences and also their concerns.
0: I think I'm in a very fortunate position because in general, the companies that we work with and the business owners that we work with, share very similar ethos and values as, as what we do as, as a company and, and as a team. So there's more often than not a very positive outlook. So, yes, this has been a horrific situation and so, so many people have, have lost their lives to it. And, and that is heartbreaking. But we do have a lot of businesses that, again, are looking at the positive. So actually, they're looking at how they've adapted to change and recognizing that, you know what, they've done a pretty good job. We've, we've worked with them on new marketing campaigns. So there was obviously a lot of work at the start where we've re- rewritten everyone's campaigns so that they ta- they were tailored to the current situation. And again, it's just that positive attitude of working together. So we're, we're very fortunate in, the, in this situation because the people we've been working with have been very, very positive. I can tell you, The work I've done from the FSB point of view, which is all about supporting small businesses, we've done a lot of work lobbying government on a a local and national level for support for, you know, small businesses. And there's a lot of support that is going out there. There's still, of course, there's a a number of, you know, gaps still in in the road. And we're lobbying to try and get the support for the businesses that still need that and are still slipping through the cracks. So, It's just a matter of everybody pushing forward together. But in general, I would say we've seen a very, very positive side of of the situation. And I'm very much aware that's not the case for everybody Um, and possibly not the case for a lot of businesses. But I can only speak from the fact that we're in a position where we deal with businesses that are very forward thinking, very dynamic, Um, which is probably why we're, we're attracted to each other in the first place, I guess.
1: Yeah that's, that's really positive to know and, as, and just lastly as we finish off there will be students who are coming up to graduation this summer and there'll be students thinking ahead to next summer not sure whether to stay in Leicester not, not sure if it is the right place to be to start a business what would you say to those people?
0: I would say where else would you go so apart from possibly going to London where it's expensive it's an amazing place and an amazing experience but it's a lot more expensive. Leicester is an outstanding city. It's a city of growth. We have the most supportive business community. You just I personally don't see that in other cities. We've got growth, we've got some huge companies here, we've got three leading universities. We have got so much going on. National, global businesses that have made this their home. You've got you just don't find that anywhere else. Um, some of the businesses that have moved here over the last sort of five years or so are businesses that are just out of this world. You also, we I think we I, I believe don't quite you you can't necessarily quote me on this, but I believe that Leicester has more creative businesses anywhere in the country than, than anywhere in the country outside of London. Yeah. We also are home to Leicester Business Festival, which you can you can speak to those guys about what they're doing. It is absolutely out of this world it's the biggest business festival again you know in, in Europe I think so we've got a lot going for us um, and uh, yeah we, we
1: certainly can hold our own absolutely and that's a, a real sort of positive way to finish and I think it's been so good to talk to you for this podcast because given the challenges that every one of us is in actually Underpinning that, there is so much positivity and so much of a desire to work together and support each other. And you're in a really fortunate position that you can support so many.
0: Yeah, we, we are. We are. We're, we're very much aware of that. And we're, we're very grateful for the fact that we have got that position and we, we are in that position because there's, there's nothing better than that feeling of speaking with somebody and knowing that they've got something out of that, that phone call, that Zoom call, and that that's actually helped support them in some way. So. Yeah, we, we are very, very lucky and I look forward to, you know, the world finding its feet again and some sort of new kind of normal. And I think a lot of the time, you know, a lot of people needed a bit of a breather to sort of realign and reassess. And, and certainly this situation has done that for
1: a lot of people. Amazing. And and, and just before you go, the we mentioned the um, niche awards earlier. And for so many, as well as the awards element, it is like one big party to celebrate all the hard work all the business people have put in over the last 12 months what do you think the likelihood is that that party can happen this year
0: that party will definitely happen um, and without a shadow of a doubt and i think the business community will need it more than anything they will need a, a huge blowout where we can all get together and have a drink and cheers to getting through you know this absolute you know crazy situation that we've all found ourselves in. It's one thing that we've all got in common, isn't it? That we've all faced this and dealt with it together.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we, we, we're we hopeful that September will happen. I think that is probably quite hopeful. We have got contingency plans to move it possibly to November, uh, worst case scenario, January. However, we're not going to be announcing the, the official move date until we know for sure where we're at with it. So I think July will tell us a lot when Um, a lot of the hospitality industry reopens and you see where that's going and and what the effects are of that. We certainly won't be doing anything that puts anybody in a position or makes them feel uncomfortable. We don't want to do it where we're doing social distancing and we've sort of only got five on a table because the buzz, the atmosphere just wouldn't be the same. So we will move it if we need to. However, at the moment, we're going to remain focused and positive and hope for the very best
1: yeah, good. Well, we will be so ready for that party. So uh, we'll all keep we'll, we'll keep a lookout for, uh, for the nominees. That's really exciting. And uh, we look Certainly forward to do. seeing what we, happens. Because, like you say, you, you have had a number of people from,
0: from the university that I think have put nominations in. So I hope, hopefully, there'll be a number
1: of, of the, the people that have come through you guys online and waiting to hear as well. Oh, fingers crossed. Oh, brilliant. OK, well, thank you again for speaking to us, Jenny, and uh, take care of the rest of lockdown. Thank you. Thanks so much for inviting me on. Take okay. care. You're welcome. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks to Jenny from Cross Productions and Niche Magazine for talking to us today. Thank you to you for listening. And don't forget, if you are a student or graduate and you want to get involved with Enterprise at DMU, all you have to do is go on to mygateway.dmu dot and you'll find all the details of any events we're doing you can book on to one-to-one support sessions you can find out about competitions and activities just get involved on my gateway where you can also register for our mailing list thanks for listening and we'll see you next time this
0: is the dmu works enterprise podcast